0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Susan also offers distance learning correspondence courses and online courses at thewisewomanschool.com. Join us there for colorful, instructive, easy video courses, including Easy Herbal Medicine with Susan Weed, Happy Knees, a Cancer Diagnosis, Adaptogens for Long Life, and Abundantly Well Companion Course.
3: thanks
4: for the nice new intro welcome rebecca
2: hi susan how are you this evening
4: i am freezing (laughs) It
2: snowed three inches (laughs)
4: and it's going down to 17 or 18
2: tonight wow what a difference from last week huh (laughs) right bar yeah
4: how about you (laughs)
2: Um, yeah, yeah, this past week has been pretty crazy, uh, well, just that my partner had to leave because, to go, uh, be with his mother right before she passed, so, um, he's there now, and she has journeyed to the other side, and, um, I'm going to be making my way there this weekend, and so I wanted to let you know, also, next Tuesday, uh, Marcy's going to be with, with everybody, so,
4: with you. All right. On the right. I- I am am hearing you with my heart. What was her name?
2: Her name is Barbara.
4: Barbara. Barbara. Mm -hmm. Say so long to Barbara in this physical form. She will live on in all the many gestures and notes and all the many people that she has touched.
2: Indeed, yes, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, quite the it's loss for the whole family. It's I mean, there's so he has such a big family. Like my family, you know, so many people have already passed away, and there's I don't really I mean, I talk to one person in my family, my sister. So it's a uh, pretty interesting though that you know like to be with somebody that has such a huge family, and um, when his mother, who's like so impactful in so many people's life lives, have passed away, it's yeah, it's really interesting to mm-hmm. to watch everybody going through it. So
4: he but has he a lot of brothers, for- sisters or a lot of cousins.
2: He has uh, two brothers and a sister, and then um, she has siblings that are all still living, uh, four siblings that are still living, and then his father also has uh, 12 siblings. So, I mean, just like all of the different families that, you know, and then there are kids and cousins, and, yeah, every there it's a huge family.
4: Wow, he has 12 uncles on his father's side.
2: Um, he has... How many? I think that there are, yeah, seven uncles and oh, seven uncles uh, and five, aunts. five, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, the, and it's a big. It's going to be a big Catholic um, uh, funeral and like all these different events that go on around that, which I've never been a part of before. So that'll be very interesting as well.
4: Very interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All
4: right. So mm-hmm. Next week, let's see. This is the 12th, or next week is the 19th. Marcy will be with us. And then we have, what, the 26th? And then the week after that, which is the first week of December, I will not be available to do the blog talk show. Because I am getting on an airplane at 7.30 that night to fly to Tucson to be with Betsy, and we're going to go to a psychedelic plant conference in Tucson, Arizona.
2: Ooh, that sounds cool.
4: (laughs) Ooh, ooh. I will also be in Tucson the following Tuesday, but I'll be able to call in and do the show.
2: Okay, so December 3rd, you will not be here. Let me just have to reschedule. Yeah, sorry. It
4: was really crazy trying to get tickets. The tickets were astronomically expensive. We're talking over $1,000. I have a really good travel agent. He said, okay, look, I got you know this flight under $500. do not quibble about any of it. I like arrive at 1 a.m. It's crazy. But I didn't quibble. I said thank you.
2: So, Even though uh, I that's leave on the... Tuesday,
4: and I don't like leaving on Tuesday, I prefer to leave on Wednesday, so I don't have to miss blog talk, but that's it
2: so what's the psychedelic conference are there um is there well, you know i should you're... be
4: better prepared i should mm-hmm. be able to tell you about this but that's not what i've been doing so so <laughs> oh yeah me... and is your
2: you here that your book is coming out on the 20th which is my we're birthday? still <laughs> in
4: pre-press we are still in pre-press and betsy okay. i'm going to hold me up today all just at sixes and sevens and She was supposed to overnight it to me today, and she said, I can't. I just can't do it. And I said, you know what, Betsy? It was due out October 15th. Another day or two or even a week, it's no big deal. It just isn't. It's going to come out when it comes out, and it's going to be the best possible book. And I'm just going to be patient, and I think we are all going to be
2: patient.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyhow, last week she said, this is the most amazing book ever, and this was the, like, I don't know the eighth or ninth time that she's she's done it, so that she's read it. So that's that's great that she still only enjoys it at this point. Okay, plantmedicineconference.com.
2: It's funny because I've just heard my birthday's on the twentieth of this month, and I've just heard so many different things. It's like Mercury's coming out of rec- retrograde that day, and then I heard that your book was being released, and I don't know. There's all these all these things. Wouldn't that be nice? Is-
4: no, it's not. It's not even on the press yet. We are still in pre-press. She has to get those page proofs back to me, and Mm -hmm. then I need to um, get them to the printer, and then they have to send me a um, a virtual proof, and then I have to approve that, and then three weeks from the day that I approve the virtual proof, we have books. Okay.
2: Okay. Cool. It's right there. There will be
4: no cannabis or psychedelic substances offered at this event or allowed during this event. It is for educational purposes only. Tucson police will be present. You must comply with the law. The purpose of the AZ Plant Medicine Conference is to educate the public on the benefits and options available in plant medicines, including medical cannabis and its derivatives, as well as psychedelic medicines, will elucidate the latest research and discuss how these medicines can improve lives, as well as risks and contraindications. This event will educate the general public on the clinical use of these medicines and share the latest developments in research and clinical settings. The event will be an overview and education on how they repeat themselves, don't they? An education on how people using these medicines can avoid or replace pharmaceuticals, alleviate pain and suffering where other methods have failed, and ultimately get well physically mentally, and spiritually. We'll also discuss potential risks and contraindications. Do they just end every paragraph with that? Well, there are multitudes of people using medical cannabis and its derivatives, and boy, do they need a proofreader, because there's a ton of typos in this. Psychedelic medicines and ketamine to beneficial results. Most of the population still attach a negative stigma to these medicines and can view these medicines with suspicion. We seek to debunk myths and educate open-minded people and offer resources to learn about them. Featured speakers, Rick Doblin, founder of MAPS, which is a multidisciplinary association of psychedelics. Studies. He's been doing that for a long time. He will uh, discuss how the FDA has declared MDMA and psilocybin a breakthrough therapy and is fast-tracking the research. And Sue Sisley is a principal investigator for the first randomized controlled crossover clinical trial in the U.S. testing the therapeutic potential in marijuana for PTSD And there will be Joe Trafour, the Fellowship of the River, first hand experience as a shaman. Charles Caron, attorney at law. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Ellen Diamond, ketamine and neurogenesis, a new way to change your mind. Mikel Weiser, Cannabis Legalization and Decriminalization, and Kate Hawk, Psychoactive Assisted Psychotherapy. Are we ready? FDA Stage 3 Clinical Trials for MDMA-assisted therapy are now in process. Are you ready to use this in your practice? Arizona Medical Cannabis, how to qualify for a card. And this is just a partial list. Hugh yeah. Kent and Annie Zapp from the Peyote Way Church will be there. How Psilocybin Mushrooms Change Your Mind with David Robinson. The Sonoran Desert Toad and 5MEODMT with Robert Villa. Ibogaine and Iboga with Tom Leonard. The Future of Cannabis with Tim Sultan. And more. Sounds like fun.
2: Sounds like fun. I will certainly tell
4: you more about it in detail when I have ingested some. Oh, no, I'm not allowed to do that. Uh, When I've gone to the (laughs) class.
2: Probably not wanting a whole bunch of people in the same place uh, tripping like that, but (laughs) I don't know. maybe
4: We will have the police there to make sure your trip is a bummer. (laughs) Don't don't come here to enjoy yourself. (laughs) Ah, yes. Well, there there is that odd thing that as states legalize it, it's cannabis and um, MDMA and psilocybin. You know, and it's what was it you who told me that uh, that psilocybin is legal in Denver but nowhere else in Colorado?
2: it may have been me. Yeah, there I know that they uh decriminalized it there and I think also in Oakland, I believe they just they were doing some uh legislation there for that. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's some random cities throughout the I think maybe a place in Canada too that just legalized, but yeah.
4: Interesting. Pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's crazy how how quickly things seem to be changing all of a sudden. It's like it took a long time, and now it's like it's really the wheels are in motion. So we need Mm -hmm. some quick Mm -hmm.
4: changes. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, yeah, right.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
4: right. Right. Hey, speaking of which, we have an interesting guest tonight at 9 o'clock my time. We have Sonia Grace. She is a highly sought-after mystic healer, artist, and storyteller. She is from Norwegian and Native American parents. She's an energy surgeon and a remote healer. She's the award-winning author of Spirit Travel, and she's just released a new card deck, Odin and the Nine Realms Oracle. Sonia Grace with us at 9 o'clock tonight.
2: All right. Looking forward to that. And we have some people waiting with questions. If you have a question for Susan, make sure to press one to speak with her. And should we go to the first caller, Susan? Yes. All right. The first caller is coming from the 949 area code. Oh, hi, Susan. So good to
5: be on your show. Um, Yeah, I just have a question about, uh, I just started swimming in a chlorinated pool doing laps about three hours a week. And I also use um, a waterproof suntan lotion. So I'm just wondering if that's good to continue or if that's going to be, might be detrimental to my health. Chlorine is not great for us.
4: And I certainly interfered with my swimming um, when I found that, that um, my skin and my hair were reacting to the chlorine and getting very brittle and falling apart, and then I actually mm-hmm. was starting to exhale chlorine. Mm. I decided that it probably wasn't worth it, but you have to make your own determination. Right.
5: Okay, and then also the suntan lotion I'm using is waterproof. It's sunny here and I'm do outside. Not so
4: ever use suntan lotion.
5: Um, what do you suggest so I don't, like, fry up
4: <laughs>
5: when I'm in the water?
4: So you're swimming three hours at one time, once a week?
5: Uh, no, three different times for an hour each.
4: Mm Hmm. And at what time of the day are you doing this?
5: Um, noon to one.
4: Because that's when you have a break from your work.
5: Um. Well, they have scheduled times, so it's a limited time that uh, that they're open.
4: I see. So that's the time that you can get in the pool. There's not another time like later in the afternoon.
5: Uh, there is an evening swim, which would avoid sunlight altogether. Um, It would be more of an effort, but I wouldn't have to use suntan lotion then.
4: I think what you mean is sunscreen.
5: Yeah, sunscreen.
4: I have warned people against sunscreen for over 30 years. Especially because if you look at a chart of the usage of sunscreen and you compare it to a chart of skin cancer, they both rise at exactly the same rate. The more sunscreen is being used, the more skin cancer there is. And part of that is because most sunscreens don't block the actual rays that cause cancer. They block the rays that cause sunburn, which are different. And the other thing is that vitamin D is one of the greatest protectors against skin cancer. And when you use sunscreen, you don't get any vitamin D. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, using sunscreen is a setup for getting skin cancer. And what I do is to use hypericum oil, the oil of hypericum perforatum, which is an infused oil, not an essential oil.
0: Yeah, I do have that
4: in the sun for long periods of time. And my granddaughter goes surfing in Costa Rica. She doesn't use sunscreen. What does she use?
5: Okay. St. Jones Wort oil.
4: Clothing.
5: Clothing. Ah. <laughs> uh.
4: There's lightweight clothing to cover your arms and your legs to protect you from the sun. Okay. So choose a different time, get some clothing that will protect you from the sun, use some hypericum oil on places that the Mm -hmm. clothing doesn't cover, like your face and your hands. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. And does that... um... that would that Our come off swim in water? for
4: most people is probably too much.
5: Um, why would that be?
4: Olympic athletes die young because they stress their bodies so hard. Yes,
5: I don't find it New to be thinking a on
4: exercise is that more times... For l- less length is far better for your body than mm-hmm. doing one thing for an hour. Now, I might walk for an hour, and if you're an mm-hmm. exceptionally strong swimmer, then swimming for an hour would be okay. But an hour is a long time to swim.
5: Yeah, I find it. I'm. I am a very strong swimmer, so okay. I think it's so it okay. works for
4: you. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Of course, your exposure to the chlorine is magnified the longer you stay in the water.
5: Right. So less time in the water. That's what that's, – uh, that
4: would be yeah. my sense of how to protect yourself from the chlorine and from the sun is swim for 20 or 30 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Swim later in the day. Swim more often. Mm-hmm. Get some clothing, get some hypericum oil, right? Allow yourself to make some vitamin D. Right. So when you're not swimming, then you wash off the sunscreen and get some sun to make Mm -hmm. vitamin D? Most people don't. They just leave the sunscreen on.
5: Oh, yeah. No, I wash it off.
4: You do wash it off great. I'm glad to hear that. Oh,
5: right away, yeah. And the chlorine and every, everything just yeah. as soon as I can. Okay. So it's cumulative, so if I'm in longer than thirty minutes, that's it's building. Exactly. Okay.
4: That's what you okay. know, that's what I found. You know. Right. I would go, you know, three, four times a week and swim and within a couple of months I was literally exhaling chlorine. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, whoa, look at that. It's, you know, this is a gas, and you have not taken enough of this gas into your body. that It's like outgassing. Right. And
5: again, um, I'm not so saying
4: there's any horrible or dire consequences. As we know, mostly chlorine is a bleach and a drying agent. hmm
5: Okay, and it then with the hypericum, break, though, can does break that
4: down work in in water? The into some pretty nasty chemicals that are implicated in cancer. But the chlorine, the right. chlorine itself, right, it becomes organochlorines, and that's a problem. But the chlorine is not a problem.
3: Okay. Okay.
5: Um, okay, and so the the hypericum oil does not wash off when you're in the water. It's an oil. It requires soap okay. to get it off. Okay, great, great. Okay, yeah, I would be walking more. I just have like a plantar fasciitis and like a, my foot, so I'm having to swim instead. I hear you. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well. That is wonderful. Thank you so much, and I love your show, and I tell everyone I can about you. (laughs)
4: Oh, thanks so much.
5: (laughs) You're very, very welcome. Love
2: you, Susan.
4: Green blessings. Good night.
2: Green blessings. Good night. The next caller is coming from the 907 area code. Hi. 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 Hi.
0: I'd like to, um, first off, I want to say thank you to Rebecca. Um, I was having problems waking up in the middle of the night, light sleeper, hearing things outside, and I got her California poppy, which I didn't know much about it. Um, So I got it, and I took two drops, and it's basically solved my problem.
4: Two drops, one, two drops, right? Is that what you said?
0: Two drops,
4: just two drops. Wow, that is
0: fabulous. Yes, <laughs> and it puts me in a deep
2: sleep. Two drops. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. So,
0: thank I you. I think that Rebecca. stuff is pretty.
2: Potent too. Yeah, I think it's very potent, and I don't have to take much of it. I take, I usually take a little more than that. Like I'll take like between five and ten drops. It does the trick for me. But yeah, that's cool. Thank yeah. you.
4: Well now I'm gonna have to try <laughs> yours, Rebecca, because I've been um using California poppy from Red Moon, which of course is in grain alcohol, although I prefer tinctures in a vodka. Uh but I didn't realize that you had it. So Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll send you
2: I'll definitely send oh, you. Oh goody. I I'd just finally to.
4: sent you a thank you note for the other things you sent me, so
2: <laughs> that works. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, yes indeed. All right.
0: Yes, and the second thing I'd like to mention is um you remember the preacher and the spell? You gave me a spell to do... Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. It worked. It was hard to do, but it really worked to my advantage. Um, Mr. Preacher didn't have his property surveyed, and He had the contractors come down to put the road in, and I I knew the contractors, and uh, they didn't want to make any trouble, so I said, can you, like, save these birch trees? I oh, no problem, and they, they put the road in the way I wanted to put the road in, and Preacher Man came. He didn't know. He didn't know anything. He liked the road. He was happy, so that worked out perfect for me. Yay. Yay, yay. Hard to do. That was a hard one. Ugh. It was but, to, yeah.
4: you know, to put him on the throne and to give him all of the wonders of the universe. But what fun.
0: And he he kind of like, he was very um, shy, he kind of like tried to avoid me. And then when he, he saw me, he was like overly polite. Oh I loved it. Wow. Um, and I have yeah, yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was hilarious.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I'll be using that one again. Yeah. <laughs> and then um my plant question is, um I'm making a uh dandelion root tincture. And I noticed that it's like really milky. Goody. Oh that's how good. wonderful. Okay. Okay. I was really nervous about that. I was like, why is it so milky? Was I supposed to let it dry before I put it in the
4: Well, if you basket? let it dry then you wouldn't get that milky sap, which is where most of the medicine is.
0: Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's all I have today, Susan. And well, that was wonderful. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, and green blessings.
4: Green blessings. Okay, so I just have to to say for for a moment here that um, I was looking at a magazine today, and I, I saved it because I it took me a while to really get what I was looking at. Uh, because I thought, this isn't a yoga magazine. Why am I seeing all these yoga pa- poses? And it's actually an ad <clears throat> for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay. And it's a two-page spread. And on, on the left-hand side, it says flexibility is the key to your health. And it shows five yoga poses to increase flexibility. And then on the right-hand page, is the blue cross and the blue shield, and um, telling us uh, what a wonderful company they
2: are. Interesting.
4: Isn't that amazing? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At our at our hospital, they have a yoga room and I I when I was um pregnant, my teacher, my prenatal yoga teacher, she actually was teaching classes out there at the time, and so I went out there and took some classes with her. But um yeah, it's a very nice room out there too. So that's cool. Great. A yoga room in the hospital. Okay.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
2: Mhm. All right. so the next caller here is coming from the 917 area code hi guys
0: my name is Linda
2: sorry what did
0: you say hi my name is Linda and I am over 40 and um, the last about the last three years I've been experiencing hair thinning and my hair has changed and um I'm doing some Chinese herbs, like uh, Chinese um teas and stuff, but and I'm taking some vitamin C, and my iron levels um, have improved. So I was it used to be really bad like about a year ago, but I started eating meat, and it changed my iron levels like to normal, which were never normal for me. My D levels are a little low, but I'm wondering, like, is there any, anything else I can do to keep my hair? Because I'm starting to see the roots of my – I'm starting to see the, my scalp and in the front of my hair. I don't know if I can repair that, but uh, is there anything well, else? How long were you a
4: vegetarian?
0: Sorry? How long have I been vegetarian? Uh, I used to be vegetarian before maybe for, like, two years I tried it. Uh-huh. And before that, I was eating chicken. I was eating fish. Then uh-huh. maybe vegetarian for a year, a year and a half, two years, and then now eating everything basically fish, and also uh, meat, red meat like uh, grass fed.
4: Yes. What I'm trying to find out is how long you were on a deprived diet. So only for two years before I that. Think
0: so yeah, I didn't last long. Or that I, you
4: ate some chicken and some fish.
0: No, no, I eat. I no, no. That was like, that was like maybe like five years ago when I. But I'm asking. I'm
4: asking about the past. I am not asking about now. I'm asking Um, about maybe for like a year or two. That's it. A year
0: or two or one. That's it.
4: Yeah. So for the past ten years, you've had a diet that mostly didn't have meat in it.
0: No, no. No, that's not what I said. I had it only like one or two years of no meat, maybe only fish.
2: uh-huh,
4: and then before that, you ate fish and chicken yes.
0: fish, chicken, everything
4: and before that, everything, okay.
0: Before right, that, okay. I never, so ate bread meat, never The reason
4: I am asking is that for many women who adopt a raw food diet or a vegan diet or even a very limited vegetarian diet, although it's far less frequent on a, a vegetarian diet, that within five years there are some detrimental changes that can be irreversible. to fertility, to protein synthesis, which is the problem with your hair. It has nothing to do with vitamin C or iron or any of those other things. It has to do with protein synthesis. Your hair is protein.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, is there anything I can do?
4: Are you drinking nourishing herbal infusions?
0: Uh, I can get them if you let me know where I can get it.
4: What you need to do is go to YouTube and watch the series that I made for you, which is completely free, on how to make a nourishing herbal infusion. And then you can get some stinging nettle, some oat straw, some red clover, some comfrey, some linden flower, and you will have the five primary herbs that are used in rotation to make nourishing herbal infusion. You'll also need a small kitchen scale and some quart glass jars. So you weigh out one ounce of one of those herbs, say for instance stinging nettle, which is known to rebuild hair. You'll put that one ounce of dried stinging nettle into a quart jar, fill it to the top of the boiling water, put a tight lid on it, and let it sit for four hours or overnight, whichever works better for you. Then you strain it, squeezing the plant material to get all of the liquid out of it, and refrigerate the liquid and drink at least half of that liquid in a day. My goal is to drink the whole quart in a day
0: amazing thank you and, and this is like um YouTube with your name if i what is the correct youtube's
4: on nourishing herbal infusions with my name mhm
0: nourishing oh my God
4: nourishing
0: yeah, I, okay, herbal
4: I can re- infusions. Re- to it. right and the okay. nettle. Is, Extraordinarily good for the hair, but oat straw is also considered really great for the hair, and it's one of What's the it herbs. Called? Oat straw, O A T S T R A W, the grass of the plant that gives you oatmeal. Oat straw. Yeah. Right? Okay. And uh, oat straw is n- known for restoring the strength to both hair and skin. Linden is an anti-inflammatory, a much better anti-inflammatory, as far as I'm concerned, than turmeric. And occasionally, thinning hair is because of inflammation on the scalp.
0: Yes, there is inflammation on my scalp. I got a test done, and it has like sockets of inflammation, some of it.
4: So linden infusion is a good one in your rotation. We're not mixing these herbs together. We're doing nettle one day, oat straw another day, linden another day.
0: And do I put any of it on my hair, like the linden? Can I, after I wash my hair? Do not need be-
4: to put it on your hair. Your, your hair is not the problem. It's what's going on inside that's the problem.
0: Oh, do you sell these herbs? Do you?
4: Oh, of course not. I would heat? never sell any herbs or any products at all. How could you trust a word I said if I did?
0: Why I would trust you. I. What do you do?
4: I will. You? I then fool you be. If you ever trust anybody who gives you advice and sells you a remedy, you truly are a fool. It's against the law, and it's against the moral law, too. And every apprentice I train walks away from here knowing that she needs to make a choice in her life. She can talk to people about plants, or she can sell plants, but she cannot do both.
0: Oh, okay. That's why it didn't work out with the other ones because she was talking about it and she was selling it.
4: (sighs) Trust me. We are all human beings. And that means we are swayed by what benefits us. I don't mean this in a mean way or an evil way or a terrible way, but let me give you a kind of mild example about this. I had um, a couple of apprentices who had graduated, and they lived close enough by within an hour's drive, and they were coming back and helping me out with various things. So I saw them on a regular basis, and they decided to take um, a class with another herbalist. And they were really enjoying it. And, of course, every week I would see them, and they would tell me about it. And the way the class was set up was so there would be like a you know, a class with the people taking the class. And then um, there would be time that people could come and talk to uh, the woman who was teaching the class about their problems, and the class would observe. And it was, you know, they said, you know, it wasn't very different, you know. Um, she didn't use nourishing herbal infusions, and she, you know, combined herbs. There were there were some differences, but there wasn't a big difference until one night, and she said to them, "Guess what I got today? I got this whole set of flower essences, and I am so excited." And that evening, when people came to ask her for help with their problems, every single person needed. A flower essence. Yeah. And they came to me and they said, we saw it. We saw it happen. Suddenly she's selling flower essences. Okay. Nobody is saying that anybody is mean or bad. There's no judgment here. There's a universal law which is you do not take advice from the person selling you the thing.
0: Oh, is that just for specifically for these herbs and stuff?
4: It is for anything that you take. If someone tells you to take vitamin supplements and is selling the supplements, run as fast as you can the other way.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Really, oh, would you want to you. go to a doctor who said, I'm going to put you on a blood me- pressure medication, which is my private brand, get it from the nurse, at $60 a
1: bottle?
0: Right, right. I agree with that. It's unethical.
1: It's unethical. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. If so, if I would be like, okay, somebody likes something that I have, I'm like, okay, go to this person. I don't sell it, you know. I'm not in charge of that. You're here for something different. We're not working on that, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So So
4: there is no supplement that is a nutrient. You're not taking vitamin C. You're taking ascorbic acid. Vitamin C, like all vitamins, is a complex group of coenzymes that work together, and there's 100 different enzymes that make up the vitamin we call vitamin C. The most active of them is ascorbic acid, so it is sold in a bottle in which it's labeled vitamin C but it's rather like if I invited you to go to the symphony and the curtain came up and there was one violinist on stage hmm. not a symphony, huh?
0: no so, um,
4: most of those people so in that symphony orchestra aren't doing much, I mean really everybody follows the first violinist, we could just get rid of them right, they're just the uh, uh, they're the passive ingredients
0: So, just YouTube So I video. am
4: unalterably opposed to anyone trying to improve their health by popping pills of supplements.
0: Uh-huh. okay. Um. So where?
4: What? What yes, foods are sources are of vitamin fine. C?
0: Sorry.
4: What foods are good sources of vitamin C?
0: Fruits. Lots of fruit, which I used to eat.
4: Actually, sauerkraut is the world's best source of vitamin C. And that is closely followed by baked potato.
0: Oh, sauerkraut. So if I eat like two ounces of baked potato every day, that's good enough? Like a sweet potato?
4: Yes. Even boiled white potatoes have vitamin C in them.
0: What about that YouTube video? If I just Google it, that will teach me how to make those herbs. How
4: to make the Nourishing Herbal Infusions. You've got it.
0: I love it. I think There's also like a
4: course at, at WiseWomenSchool.com called Drink Your Way to Health with Nourishing Herbal Infusions. Uh, the YouTubes are free, but if you want more, there is a course about the Nourishing Herbal Infusions. And many people have uh, been amazed at what happens. Uh, when they start drinking nourishing herbal infusions on a regular basis.
0: Will you teach something like this on your website? What? Where, how do I find it?
4: The YouTubes are free. You just go to YouTube and look for my name and nourishing herbal infusions. The course yeah. that I have is at wisewomanschool. dot com.
0: Yeah. Do you do it online?
4: It's a self-guided course.
0: Students in my self-guided
4: courses are welcome to attend a a once-a-month Zoom meeting with me to ask any questions that they have.
0: Okay, so who can I – where is this? Nourishing Herbal Infusion Drink Way to Your Health. Is that it? Yes. Uh, Okay, so it's like $45, right? Yeah. Enroll course for 45, and that's how I'm going to learn how to make any kind of herbal information. Wish, if me. you
4: wish to buy a course, you can do that. If you wish, you can go to YouTube, and there's a lot of information. Every bit of information you need is right well, there for free.
0: I know, but I don't want to just do it like I want to do a real good job. Otherwise, I don't believe in what I do.
4: Okay. The good and job means you get a scale, you weigh out one ounce, you put it in a quart jar, you fill it to the top. Really, that's all you need to do to do a good job.
0: <laughs>
4: it's really that simple. Pour
0: boiling water and then close the lid.
4: Pour boiling water over dried herb. You got it.
0: And then close the lid tight with boiling water on in it, and that's it? That's it. Why do you have to close the lid with hot boiling water?
4: You want to close the lid so that the gases in the air don't get into the water. It makes the nutrients in the water go into your cells much more easily.
0: Mm, That's good. And then I can make this with anything. Like if I want more energy, I could buy those nourishing herbs and make it the same way and just do it.
4: I drink about a quart of nourishing herbal infusion on a daily basis. Right now, there's an apprentice here, so myself and my sweetheart and the apprentice, and we make a gallon of nourishing herbal infusion each night. So we weigh out four ounces of herbs because a gallon is four quarts. So for instance, we might weigh out four ounces of nettle or four ounces of comfrey or four ounces of red clover, and we bring that gallon of water to a boil, and we add the herb to the gallon of water, and we put a tight lid on it and we let it steep overnight and then we strain it the next day and refrigerate it and that's what we drink we don't drink other things
0: that i can do that too yeah i like it i do that yeah but you but you
4: wouldn't be able to drink a gallon in a day generally you only make the amount you're able to drink within about 36 hours because it spoils very readily
0: well i can drink about 50 ounces of water a day
4: oh that's a big problem that could be why you're losing your hair
0: no, I just started drinking that 50 ounces. I can, well, I, can, I, I, I highly yeah.
4: Italy advise you to stop. Every okay. cell in your body is protected by a layer of oil. Water can never hydrate you. The more you drink, the less hydrated you get.
0: Oh, okay. So how much water should I drink a day?
4: None. None. Excuse me? Zero, none, do not no, drink water. Well, I can drink the herbal
0: teas then. Herbal teas I'll drink.
4: You can drink herbal teas. You can drink infusion. Your ordinary adult needs one quart of liquid a day.
0: Oh. And uh, where, do you buy your herbs from Mountain Rose? Herbs?
4: Mountain Rose is a nice place. Frontier is a nice place. Star West Botanicals, Pacific Botanicals, there's wonderful places to buy herbs. Pacific Mm Botanicals. Pacific Botanicals is one of the most expensive, but they do grow all of their own herbs, and they do grow them organically, so you absolutely know where those herbs are coming from. And for some Uh, people, it's certainly worth the extra amount. Okay. From Frontier Mountain Rose, you might get an herb that was grown in Europe, for instance.
0: Oh, this is amazing. I think you're amazing. And I think I'm going to follow you because this goes to my roots from a past life, I'm sure, that I was doing herbs. How interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's connecting back to earth. Connecting back to
4: earth. Right
0: nourishment from the earth that's the only way to do this there's no there's no man made pill that's going to fix nothing it's all crap I'm noticing from these Chinese herbs that I make teas of and I seep it it has a whole other effect on me than anything ever did
4: interesting isn't it
0: very interesting I'm going to go with this Chinese tea stuff and you make some nice other, tea,
4: some yeah. nourishing herbal infusions. And then yeah. I say to people, you know, if you if you need like mid afternoon, if you need a pickup, green tea.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, green tea's a good one. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you very much. I've been listening to your shows and everything. I mean I, I hear you talk about stuff.
4: Thank you. thank you. I'm so glad you called and to be continued. Yes, to
2: be continued. Yes. <laughs> Green
4: blessings. Good Bye. night. Bye.
0: Oh, God.
2: The next caller is coming from the 210 area code. Hello, Susan. Hi. Hi.
0: Can you hear me okay? I can. Okay. This is Charlotte. It's very nice to meet you. I uh. Just enrolled in one of your your seven medicines course, so i'm this week I'm excited and I'm excited to find about your blog radio show so um I was really surprised about the water um I'm always dehydrated and drinking tons of water, and now I know why Just go figure. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: And here is here is the awful truth of it. The whole idea uh-huh. that you're supposed to drink all this water was put yes. forth by an advertising salesman for a large bottling company because they decided to sell water.
0: Of course they did.
4: And so they just uh, made up this supposed, you know, thing that people need to drink a half gallon of water a day, two quarts of water a day, in addition to exactly. other beverages. It's a total made-up thing.
0: And it's, it plays havoc on your body. It really oh does. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it does. I I have a a, a little bit of a dilemma. <clears throat> I've, I've had reflux uh, for a while, and it's, it's under control now. But I have developed... Um, a bacterial lung infection, which my current pulmonologist feels like is from the reflux of going back down into the lungs at night. So I've got one physician jumping up and down, screaming, "Get treated! Get treated! Get treated!" The pulmonologist says, "What does he mean by get go- treated?" They want the my internist wants me to. Go through a treatment plan to clear up the bacterial infection of the lungs. Some medical treatment plan. The pulmonologist says, absolutely not. You're not that sick. Uh, let's let's watch it. Um, it's this is like a chemotherapy type drug that she's not willing to put me through. Which yay for that. Uh, So I'm kind of on my own right now to come up with some way to help my body heal. So
4: you are aware that there are herbs that help the lungs and herbs that are anti-infective. Yes.
0: Now I do. I I know of kind of reading up on it and I do have um, the one herb for the lung that I make, uh, an infusion of and drink that twice a day. Um,
4: Could you tell me what herbs you're making an infusion of?
0: Yes, hold on just a minute. I just forgot the name of it. Uh, mullein.
4: It's just mullein. one mullein. Yes, mullein. Great. Right. Okay. And then you and I, and then you take that by put, half and half with milk.
0: Yes. Yes.
4: Wonderful. And I put a little honey in it. And the little honey, it's so yeah. good. It's so nutty and tasty. Yeah. That's a great way.
0: It to is.
4: In your lungs. However, we also need something to help clear this infection. And that,
0: yeah. that
4: I think, would be Ella Campaign. Have you heard of Ella Campaign? No. Uh-uh. Ella Campaign. Ella okay. Campaign. It's short for Helen de Campagna, the beauty of the okay. field. Ella Campaign. Okay. All right. Okay. And um, it's Inula hellenium, okay. um, a woman so beautiful, of course, a war was started over her. And uh, it, it is a yeah. beautiful. It's in the sunflower family, and it is really pretty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Grazing animals won't eat it, so usually it grows in fields where the field is grazed down, and here's this big, Mm. bright, sunny yellow flower, and it likes kind of cold, wet soil, so it grows in places that other things just go, yuck. Mm. All right, I'm not going to grow here. And the root of the Elecampane smells kind of like a cross between mothballs and really nice candy. It's a really odd (laughs) smell. And I tell you, I visited... um, a sweetheart's family, and her okay. father had emphysema. And emphysema is when the little yes. sacks your lungs are blown out, right? Mm-hmm. He lived in a yeah. split-level house, and he couldn't get up the three stairs to the other level because of his mm-hmm. emphysema. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I was coming, and from the minute I set foot in the door, he was on me to give him, in his own words, give me an herb that will cure me. And I kept looking at him and saying, No, 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 it's like if you rub a balloon, and a balloon pops. There's no herb that's going to put the balloon back together. But he simply mm-hmm. would not hear what I was saying. He kept insisting that I had an herb They would cure him. And so finally, you know how it is when somebody is, like, just noodling you like that. Finally, you just do mm-hmm. something, something, like, shh, already. So I gave yes. him four <laughs> drops, four drops of elecampane tincture. And within half an hour, he was running up and down those stairs.
0: What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And it's a tincture.
4: It's a tincture, because you would okay. not want to drink this stuff. I'll tell you, it would be like drinking water. Okay.
0: Oh.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so I can do those two things, and then right. that so will help
4: me. Start off with a small dose of the tincture, and then see how you react to it. And it, you can okay. take it up to a dropper full at a time. Okay. I, I like when I'm dealing with an infection, um, which it sounds like you're, that you're dealing with. I like to mm-hmm. use my anti-infective herbs in small doses really frequently rather than in large doses unfrequently. Okay, okay. So I might All put the right. bottle of elecampane in my pocket and take like a few drops every hour or so rather than a dropper uh-huh. full twice a day.
0: Okay, okay.
4: Given that, uh-huh. given that the medical profession – thinks that this is a very hard-to-treat infection, in other words, they're not recommending antibiotics, they're recommending something very heavy-duty, then it might be a good idea to double up with your anti-infectives too so that in addition to the campaign, that you choose another Mm -hmm. anti-infective herb that you have or that you feel comfortable with or that you just want to test out working with.
1: Okay. The two
4: that are at the top <laughs> of my mind are Usnea, U-S-N-E-A, Usnea barbarata, and Echinacea.
0: I know Echinacea. I like the Echinacea or
4: Folia, but you can get several different kinds of it. Folia. Okay. Usnea is a lichen, uh-huh. and it's taken as a tincture. The tincture should be orange, and it has quite the reputation for clearing infections from the lungs and especially from Deep inside body tissues. I have seen it okay. clear infections that antibiotics can't get to.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna w take so if, and if, so my if items. Held
4: up some earthly <coughs> tincture, that would be a good one. And if you can't, then echinacea, mm-hmm. of course, is a great mm-hmm. favorite of mine as an anti infective. And the whole with okay. echinacea mm-hmm. is being willing to take enough, which is a dropper full for every fifty pounds you weigh.
0: Okay. So if you out. weigh
4: over 100 pounds, that's three dropperfuls as a dose. And in the okay. early stages of clearing an infection, it's a good idea to take that dose mm, every two or hours. Or if it's a really bad infection, it doesn't sound like this one is, then that dose mm-hmm. can be taken hourly. But I would say, you know, if you do it, you know, every two or three hours to begin with, okay. that should be enough. And then you can lengthen the time between the doses.
0: Okay. Okay, great. Awesome! Thank you so much for your knowledge. I'm so okay. grateful to have found you. The other thing, and uh,
4: the other thing yeah. that I'm hoping that some of these medical professionals have suggested to you is that you get a wedge for your bed, so that you're
0: yes, uh, they have, yes, yes, okay.
4: So that you're I've done that. Okay, good. Getting anything into your lungs at yeah. night? All right, wonderful. Yes.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, and
2: green blessings to green you. Green blessings
4: to you, too. Good night.
2: Bye-bye. The next caller is coming from the 240 area code. Hello. Hi.
7: Hi, Susan. This um, Hello, Rebecca. This is the wild woman, Colleen, from last summer.
4: Okay. Hey, Colleen.
7: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you can hear me okay? We can thanks for calling, oh, great, yes, it's wonderful to speak to you. This is my first time calling in. I'm a little bit nervous,
5: <laughs>
7: but i um <laughs> I don't really ha- I don't have a question for you, but I would love to hear you speak about the mimosa tree. I had the pleasure of meeting her this year yarrow brought me to her and I am in love and I just want to hear your take and what you think about her
4: I think yarrow I think that mimosa is a beautiful tree it's fairly rare in our area although uh, with the warming trend it's becoming a little more able I mean it's 19 degrees here You know, it gets really cold. Mimosa doesn't like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't have um, a close-up relationship with mimosa. I have a very long-distance relationship with mimosa. Somebody gave me some mimosa tincture, I don't know, four or five years ago. And I took a drop or two, and then I never did anything else. I didn't feel any particular draw Mm -hmm. to it. Um, I don't feel um, anything pushing me away from it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But um, I don't have any particular uh, personal adventures with Mimosa. Do you have any adventures with Mimosa that you you can tell us about?
7: Well, I wanted to get to know her on a personal level instead of researching her, kind of like my green ally. Mm-hmm. I just her color and just everything about her just makes me happy. I'm just drawn to her whenever I'm sad. And the wild area that I found, um, I moved from the mountains to the shore in suburbia. So I was a little bit, uh, I don't know, upset, not upset, but discouraged when I moved here, when I moved here since it wasn't the mountains. And this wild area that I found is surrounded by mimosa trees. And it's just my happy place. Um, I lost my father this summer, so it's really, really helped me with my grief just sitting with her and watching her. Her leaves are amazing. It's like a fern. They open and close at night. The blossoms are just this vibrant pink. I just just want to lay in the tree. (laughs) I have. I go and I just sit there, and it just makes me so happy (laughs) Just, just, just to be with her. I,
4: and the, the flowers, which are like these little starbursts, right
7: mm-hmm. they yes, and they're just vibrant pink, it's like a i don't know, yeah, it's this really soft, soft, beautiful fiber i didn't i wanted i didn't do I didn't make any remedies this summer or spring with her, I just wanted to sit and get to know her, and really, that's been my remedy <laughs> just to be in her presence and to feel her just the happy, just happiness comes from that tree. And I hear you because up in the mountains where I lived before, I I didn't see them. It was like this brand new world opened for me by the shore here. Like it's just warmer and more humid here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah
2: um, I, I have a mimosa that grows over my office here that I'm sitting in right now. And mm-hmm. I often, will get up on my roof and just sit up there with it and um it is just i it's it feels good just to be with the tree i agree and i have made tincture with the the blossoms but i don't i'm not really called to using it that much i'm more just like the smell of the tree and like being with it mm-hmm. and um um my friend gave me some bark to work with and then I have some other bark from another variety the mimosa hostilis that is has um DMT in it as well and I know that they that it is like a psychoactive plant that has been used as well so I mean there's lots of very interesting uh constituents in the plants in the mimosa trees so
6: Mm. yeah
2: Mm. thank you
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe I will find um, a mimosa pundit at the Psychedelic Plants Conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to do To make it active, though, you have to go through this crazy process with it to, like, break. it. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's something that not the, the typical home herbalist will be able to extract from the plant and make it, like, available to us. Aha. So, uh
0: uh-huh. Okay. okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting.
4: Fucking high tech medicine here, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for most of us, sitting with the plant is going to
7: be the best benefit. For me, that's yes, yeah. Yeah, that's. It's been yeah. She's been my, my lifeline. She's got mm-hmm. me through so far the darkest period in my life. And whenever I'm feeling down, I just I'm, I'm called to go to that grove where she. Gross, and her seed pods are so beautiful. It's just, it's a magical tree.
4: Mm. it's in the pea and bean family.
7: Mhm. Yes, I did look that up. So I was like, oh, okay, C-c-c-c. Right. So it's
4: related to astragalus and red clover.
7: Mhm.
6: All right.
4: All right. Well,
6: thank you. Well, thank and of you. course,
4: moringa is a hot new herb that's taking the world by storm. Mmm. <laughs> uh mm. thanks for calling Colleen. It's wonderful to hear your voice. Oh,
7: thank you. I will see you this weekend, Susan.
4: Okay, see you um, this weekend.
7: Yes. <laughs> Have mm. a good night, ladies.
4: green blessings.
6: Green blessings to you. Bye.
4: In case you all Great. are wondering, what are we doing this weekend, Colleen's a live out apprentice and they're doing their live out apprentice graduation this weekend.
2: Oh nice. Okay. The well, we have one more c- caller that has their hand raised for a question. If uh, you have a question, make sure to press one to speak with Susan. And this caller is coming from the two zero seven area code. Hi, Susan.
6: This is Bridget.
0: Hi, Bridget.
6: And, hi. Um, I have a question for you about you know lately. I've been hearing a lot. Uh, I'm seeing a lot about people talking about uh, clearing energy or releasing negative energy from a space or, you know, burning herbs to cleanse the energy vibe of an area. And um, I'm curious of what your take on this is.
4: Well, in general, My take on it is that this is part of the heroic tradition. The heroic tradition has to have an enemy. There has to be something bad. There has to be something we can get rid of. The wise woman tradition is about wholeness. So we're not going to stand in yang and say that yin is bad. We're going to say, ah, here it is yang and there it is yin. And yin and yang, they go together. They are part of the way the world is. Now it is winter and it is cold. Some months ago, it was warm. There's nothing wrong with that. More and more and more... We live lives in which we have ironed out all of the ups and downs. We have light any we want it. We no longer in any way relate to the natural cycles of light. We have any food we want any time we want it. We no longer relate to what's in season. And so then, of course... There are things, there have to be things that are negative and bad, and we have to protect ourselves against them and cleanse them away. And certainly the heroic tradition is aided and abetted by the major religions, which are also in the heroic tradition, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're a filthy sinner, and you have to be cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. Mm
6: Mm-hmm.
4: All right, You better follow God's law. if you don't follow the laws that Moses brought down, you're in big trouble. You hear that voice up there calling you to prayer. you come to prayer, you take your shoes off and wash up and pray. you pray. you know, you can't even look at the image of a human being because all humans are evil. You get down in that part of the world, you get the evil eye belief. And the belief that if you say anything kind or nice to anybody, that the evil eye will get them. And so you you are limited to saying what an ugly baby you have. A lot of people live that way. A lot of people live with blame and shame and guilt and sin and bad And getting rid of. I'm not saying you can't live that way, and you can't live a fine life that way. You certainly can. But it hurts my heart. It's never worked for me. Mm. I don't want to curse anything. So far as I can tell, there is one primary rule here where I live, and that is I eat you and you eat me. There are no toxins. There are no evil things. There's just hmm. light. And after all, what is negative? What do we mean by negative? Well, in most cultures, negative is dark and black and dirty. wow. We have just stepped over the line into racism, haven't we?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat>
4: and dirty anything, and you know, bloody like evil, and
6: messy. We've
4: not just stepped over the line into racism. We've stepped over the line into sexism. Mm. As soon as we start having an enemy, anything goes. As soon as the enemy is established, as soon as there is an other, other than us, then we
1: are allowed
4: to act in reprehensible ways. Because we are cleansing. Mm.
6: (laughs) So it could even be like thinking about you know, cleansing a negative space or energy or evil spirits or whatever is, is in itself. Um, war. Uh, war. War. It's war. war. Yeah. It's war. On a false, potentially false pretense of something that's it's not. up to like you
4: whether or not you want to believe different. in negativity as something uh. that is useless, Yeah. you were to walk over to the light switch on your wall and take a screwdriver and unscrew the plate that is there so that you can see the wires behind it, you would see three wires. One of those wires is a ground wire. One of those wires is the positive wire. And one of the wires is the negative wire. Let's get rid of the negative wire. Oh, of the energy, the electricity comes into your house on the negative wire. So if you get rid of it, you get no electricity, no light. Huh, yeah. Okay. It's the basis of dualistic thinking, part isn't of whole, it? Right. Yeah, them, exactly. good and bad. My first Zen teacher, gosh, you know, I was in my 20s and gave me my lifetime koan. It's not really a koan, which is actually usually a riddle, but for me, it was riddle enough, right? The Zen teacher looked at me and said, the difference between good and bad is the sickness of the human mind.
5: hmm
4: And I have spent the rest of my life figuring out what that means.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah smells are very evocative when we smell something and have an experience and that smell is tied to that experience and throughout the world smells are used to enhance experiences and to enhance memories of experiences and plants and and Herbs, of course, provide us with a remarkable array of scents that we can use in wonderful ways. But let's invite Mm. in what we want rather than chasing away what we imagine we don't want. Mm. When I lost all of my goats to a barn fire, We had a ceremony by the rocks. I don't have any soil here. I can't bury anything, but when we have a goat that dies, we put rocks over her, and we have a cairn where all the goats are in cairns. We had a big ceremony for the goats that it burned in the barn, and uh, we burned rosemary because rosemary is for remembrance. And so Mm -hmm. the smell of the rosemary was... A remembrance from us to the goats and was our way of breathing in their memory
0: Mm.
6: right so it's almost like you know the idea of you know the fear of um, bad or evil or negative energy affecting someone in their space and then the act of using a scented Herb to burn is more of like it shifts the brain versus like shifting the physical energy of the space or I mean it it might yeah no I think you're right on with that yeah 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 and so yeah cool thank you yeah um awesome I have one other question. I don't know where you are in time time frame, or if you have another caller, I don't want to take up too much time,
2: but
4: we do and Rebecca
2: we actually had about let's see uh, four more people just queue up with call Ooh. with questions
4: right so short question okay. answer I'll answer you shortly and then we'll get to the other people
2: okay um,
6: just um, talking about the nourishing herbs the fives they use for infusions um, and equating them to being North American adaptogens. Is there something that you could like, I mean, even though it's not like commonly known as adaptogens, but how they could be considered adaptogens.
4: Adaptogens are very loosely defined at this point. And the definition of an adaptogen is an herb that cannot hurt you no matter what quantity it's taken in. So that would not be golden seal, for instance, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: right? But it certainly would be nettle. A definition of an adaptogen, furthermore, is that an adaptogen does not have a direction of action. So in other words, an adaptogen doesn't make your blood pressure go up or go down. But if your blood pressure is too high, it does make it go down. And if it's too low, it makes it go up. So an adaptogen normalizes functioning. Mm. And again, the herbs that I use for my primary infusion herbs do exactly that. They normalize functioning. The closest that we have in those five herbs to direction of action is that Linden is anti inflammatory. But anti inflammatory isn't really a direction, is it? No. Right. Right.
6: Yeah. And it would have like a broad reaching.
4: Right. And then the third the third part of an adaptogen, it's it's a plant that can't hurt you. It's a plant that doesn't have a direction of action. It normalizes function and it increases all types of endurance. Your muscles work better, you breathe better, you have better circulation, you have better sexual effect, you think better. All parts of you are enhanced by adaptogens, and again, I would say that that that's true of these nourishing herbal infusions. Adaptogens, as we know them now, Got their start in Russia about 50 or 60 years ago um, when the Russians decided that they were going to be the smartest, fastest, um, everythingest, and were looking at what they could use to enhance themselves to do that. And they started out looking at drugs, and then some of the scientists said, what about ginseng? And they started looking at ginseng. And they the, they coined the word adapted gin to describe what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, that they, so they were looking for herbs looking that at... couldn't hurt you, herbs that, that normalize function, and herbs that enhance endurance on all levels. Ginseng of course was the first that they started to look at and examine and uh, it was very expensive so then they went to what was called then Siberian ginseng, Eleutherococcus and because of where they were in Russia and the herbs they started looking at that kind of naturally took them to China and India where there are very long traditions of herbalism and this idea of herbs for longevity and so the primary herbs that are considered adaptogens are from China and India. And yes, I'm making a point that I think there's American herbs that are adaptogens too.
6: Love it. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. That's what I wanted to hear.
4: Thanks for asking. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye bye. And I keep wanting to get David Winston to come and talk to us either here or in a teleseminar because he has worked a lot with adaptogens, and he has a different definition of adaptogen.
2: Okay, I'll reach out to him. Yes. Cool. Um, Okay, the next caller is coming from the 541 area code.
0: Hello? Hi.
2: Hi, can you hear me?
0: Yes. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, Susan, I, I just... Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Okay. I'll try to be fast because I have a pretty serious problem. Um, I ha- Should I just go ahead and tell you what the problem is? Please. Okay. Uh, I have breast cancer and uh, it's probably a stage three. And uh, I don't want to have a mastectomy. I don't want to have any surgery, to be honest. And so I've been fo- trying to follow your book um, and, you know, figure out what I can do. And so I've been taking um, herbal detox, ginseng, wait some a sec- essay- wait a
4: sec- Wait a second. Wait a second. I thought okay. you said that you had my book. Yeah, I do. There is no herbal detox in my book.
0: Uh, it's called something else uh, um, no it, it this is from your book, but it was called something else and then uh it's called herbal detox by um by the herbal manufacturer but it it is one you of shouldn't use, that you said.
4: don't use don't use anything that detoxes if you have cancer you nope. don't want to detox
1: because, okay
4: because there are no toxins and um, I'm not sure, you know, what exactly what you mean or what it is or who's manufacturing it.
0: Okay, it comes from. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember that. Hold sure on of, a minute. And we'll find sure it. of herbs. Yeah, it's herbs, and in, even in your book, I think it said that it's Herb Farm that it comes from. Uh-huh. And herb farm. Herb Farm has a, a formula that you had said. Oh, hold on. I can tell you what's in it. Should I do is it that? The Hoxie formula? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's the Hoxie formula.
4: hmm. Variations are available already tinctured from Herb Farm.
0: Right. So that's where I got it, and that's what it is. It's the Hoxie formula. Okay. And you're taking how much? Um, they said to take um, uh, uh, a thing full 30 minutes before each meal, a, 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 a full. dropper full. Uh-huh. A dropper full 30 minutes but before I each meal. I have the people, and it's in my book, says that you teaspoonful. Or I'm sorry, I didn't get that. You're supposed to what? The dosage uh uh-huh. That I got from the
4: people who put out the hoxy. Yeah. And the, the that's listed in my book is not a dropperful but a teaspoonful.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Four times a day.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: What's in this right primarily red clover and then some licorice, some stalingia, some buckthorn, some poke root, some barberry, some burdock, some prickly ash and some cascara sagrada I am not sure why anyone would call this detox I I don't know Does it
0: increase your bowel movements? I don't It might help them but I, I don't see that it's increased them so I'm
4: not sure. You know, maybe they just think that the word detox sells. But it's very alarming yeah, that, because anytime anybody is dealing with cancer and they detox, they could kill themselves.
0: Okay, uh, that, that's what they do call it. But it is the Hoxley formula. That that is Ho-
4: the 2X-S-E-Y, the Hoxley formula.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, the Hoxley formula. Okay, mm-hmm. should I tell you what else I'm taking?
4: does say in my book that this should be used with extreme caution and that it's quite poisonous, right?
0: Uh, you know, I don't remember. Does it say that? The
4: elixir. This is one of many variations. Use with caution. This is potentially
0: poisonous. Okay. Well, I've been using it quite a long time. Um, what kind of
4: results have you seen? How long have you been using it?
0: I've been probably using it, I'm going to say, six months.
4: Uh-huh. And how much has the has your primary tumor shrunk?
0: Um, I haven't noticed a whole lot, to tell you the truth. I would, it have, to, it would have stopped three months ago
4: then. You're wasting your time and your money.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm also taking ginseng, uh, American ginseng. Ginseng is not uh, an
4: cancer herb. Ginseng is an herb that you take if you're doing radiation or chemotherapy.
0: Well, I'm just taking it for energy.
4: Okay. I would I yeah. strongly prefer the energy of nettle. I don't think that ginseng is really a very energizing herb. It's sure, it makes my swim in cold water longer, but most of us aren't swimming around in cold water.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm taking some Essiac, um, some tea tree oil. Well, oh, I my- wanted to ask you about tea tree is oil. It- oh, <laughs> terrible what a horrible
4: thing you're doing to yourself my gosh you know the (laughs) surgery would be so much kinder
0: no dear well i don't know tea tree oil you are poisoning yourself well it was in the book you had that page on what people are doing who are not having surgery and it said some of them said tea tree oil full strength i don't know And then I wanted to ask you about that. How did they actually? You're
3: putting it on your breast.
0: Yeah. Are you taking it? No, I don't take it. I've been putting it on my breast.
4: All right. That's quite different. The idea of those things is that they will burn a hole in your breast. You understand that, right? That tea tree oil? Yes, the goal is to burn a hole in your breast.
0: Oh, okay. No, I didn't understand that.
4: It's not that the tea tree oil gets rid of the cancer. It's that the tea tree oil destroys the skin over the cancer. Oh, so God. It's <laughs> rude. So it's what? So that the cancer can extrude.
0: Oh, you mean come out?
4: Yes. Wow. And if it does, it will be extremely painful, and it will smell very, very bad.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I don't necessarily have to do that. I was just not knowing what to do to tell you the truth. Can you tell me what you think I should be doing?
4: Very few women with breast cancer refuse surgery. This is page 188. There are, however, options for those who want to remove a lump. Carefully prepared salves containing herbs and alkaline minerals can selectively destroy malignant cells. These treatments cause severe pain and leave scars.
0: I don't want to do that. Use
4: any of them. Please read Cancer Salves and Suppositories by Dr. Ingrid Neyman. Available from the author. And here is the address. And then I list poke root pultices for burning away cancer. Tea tree oil full strength is said to be especially effective on ulcerated cancers. This is an ulcerated cancer?
0: No, I don't think so. Uh-uh.
4: Escharotic salves use a caustic herb and a caustic mineral and a fatty base. They are applied thickly, taped over the area and left on for 24 hours no matter how much pain there is. They will blister and discolor the skin which dies.
3: these, these, These are
4: extreme treatments. These are surgeries. Yeah, they are it without any anesthesia so you have to deal with the pain Mm-hmm. and you have to deal with the memory of it one of the things they do when they do surgery is they give you a drug so that you don't remember what goes on if you're you know, doing these kinds of salves you have to look at it and you have to see it and you have to smell the stink of it
0: I, d- I don't think I have the courage to do
4: that <laughs> to I don't it even, true.
0: I'm not sure why you're even messing around with it well, so I'm just trying to let me, you let the me, best let you me call. be very
4: oh, clear I, with you. Okay. You have
0: decided
4: that it is preferable to die of breast cancer than to have surgery. I guess so. Okay. So the very first thing I want to know is: Are all of your affairs in order?
0: Yeah, pretty much so.
4: Okay. So you have a power of attorney, you have somebody who can make health care decisions for you, um, you know, all of those things, will or whatever it is, those are all in place.
0: Right, pretty much so.
4: We'll make it completely so. Okay. And then have the best possible
0: life you can have between now and when you die. Right. I'm also using some cannabis. Do you have any possible life now? Is it
4: what putting tea tree oil on your breast is not the best possible life. So cut it out. Okay. Okay. Don't have to get rid of this cancer.
0: Okay. No tea tree oil. Good. So are you kind of saying that um, there aren't a whole lot of um, other choices?
4: Three. You
0: have a well?
4: large tumor and yeah. if there's already lymph node involvement.
0: There probably is. I don't know for sure but there could be.
4: And that There are a great many ways that you can approach this. The thing that I feel very safe and very comfortable with everybody doing is to take some kind of medicinal mushrooms. Medicinal mushrooms. Uh huh. Will help prevent metastatic process. Stage three a tumor is larger than two inches and there are positive lymph nodes.
0: That's what stage three is. Well, I'm not sure about the positive lymph nodes. It just, you know, I wish I had the paper, but I couldn't find it. Uh, uh-huh. But I think it did say something about a stage three, but but I don't think the well, lymph nodes were involved at that point. I'm reading here
4: from what stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four is. And I'm telling you that it's stage three when the tumor is larger than two inches and there
0: are positive lymph nodes. That's what defines well, stage three. Okay. Well, the, the tumor is pretty big. Right. Uh, but... I don't know. You know, nobody's ever verified whether it's gone into if, the lymph or lobular. Do okay. you know if
4: the cancer started in the ducts or the lobes?
0: It started in the ducts uh, mainly. It was it was DCIS du- du- uh-huh. uh-huh. for a long time, but then um, also I went down to the University of California, San Francisco, and I had it. Several biopsies, and it just drove me nuts, and And I just left. I didn't stay.
6: Sorry to interrupt,
0: but... But our guest is here.
4: I hope that you call back. I will also say that there are um, a lot of resources, and my new book, which is about to come out on the seven medicines, I think would help you perhaps have a better overview, as well as my course, A Cancer Diagnosis, the Wise Woman Way, Help Yourself the Wise Woman Way, which is av- available at com. Go and take a look at it and see if there's anything there that might be of use to you. And I would love to talk to you further, but right now, I have to introduce Sonia Grace. Green blessings to you. <laughs> Good night. Listen, thank
0: you very much.
4: Sonia Grace is a highly sought-after mystic healer, artist, and storyteller with both Norwegian, and Native American heritage. As an energy surgeon and remote healer, she has been counseling an international roster of clients for over 30 years. The award-winning author of Spirit Traveler, Become an Earth's Angel, Dancing with Raven and Bear, and Odin in the Nine Realms Oracle, Sonia has appeared multiple times with a George Norrie on Beyond Belief and Coast to Coast AM. Sonia is featured on Great Minds, Inspirations, and Ancient Civilizations on Gaia TV. She lives in Arizona with her husband and has just released Odin and the Nine Realms uh, Oracle with her artwork. Welcome, Sonia.
2: I actually um, am not seeing her phone number now. I thought that I saw it on here. And then, um, Sonia, if you're here, can you please press 1? It was a number that looked like hers, and now, all right, I don't know if she hung up or we'll try her, though.
0: Hi, you've reached Sonia Grace. Please leave your name and number, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you.
1: At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Sonia, we were hoping
4: that you would be calling in to my blog talk show because we have an interview scheduled with you tonight. So give us a call at 646-929-2463. green blessings.
2: Right. Well, there were a couple more callers here. So since I'm not seeing her phone number here, we will go to the caller in... Let's see, the five one eight area code. Hello. Hi.
8: Hi. I am so happy to be talking to you.
4: <laughs>
8: <laughs>
4: oh my gosh.
8: Um so I um I was diagnosed with um one and two um this summer and I have been.
4: I'm sorry. Trying- I I don't know. I am not clear about what you're telling me.
8: Um. So I was diagnosed with herpes. <laughs> that was the. Thank you. Okay. Like- yeah. So that's the nice the nice way of I guess calling it HSV one and two, um, herpes simplex. Um. And so, I've basically been trying everything to get rid of it because I know it's curable. I don't believe that it's not curable. Um. As you know, physicians tell us. I believe that there is a cure for everything. <laughs> so um, I have been trying What to, do you
4: mean by uh, cure?
8: I mean, I just... Eliminating it from my body. Like, I just am trying to get rid of it,
4: basically. But You could eliminate it from your body, but you would kill yourself in doing so.
8: so. So how do you suggest, like, what what... What do you recommend? Like, I guess, getting rid of the symptoms...
4: Ah, that's different than curing.
8: But do you think that it's, is it curable?
4: Do I think that this virus will ever leave your body? No, yeah. it won't. Why should it?
8: Because I don't think it belongs there.
4: Because <laughs> you don't think what?
8: I don't think it belongs there.
4: Well, it thinks it belongs there.
8: <laughs> yeah. So how do I, is it? Is there a way, I guess I don't really understand what it is. I'm just so, because I've always been really healthy. And so for me to get it a virus. What
4: is a virus? A vi- Having a virus does not mean you're unhealthy.
2: Yeah. A
4: virus is a living organism that has mm-hmm. its own agenda. It's mm-hmm. rather like having a cat. hmm Right. The cat has its own agenda, right?
6: Yes.
4: You can make nice places for the cat to be, and the cat might be there, or the cat might just decide to go outside. So a virus is a living organism that has its own agenda. And its agenda, its primary agenda is make more of itself. hmm Right? That's what it really wants to do, as most organisms really want to do. Right? So I am in down there, page 160, herpes simplex. There is no cure for herpes simplex virus. Once you have it, you have it. Currently about 30 million Americans have it. Herpes Mm -hmm. comes from the Greek word to creep. This virus creeps into the nerves through the skin and the mucous membranes, especially if there are any small cuts or tears on the skin. Once inside, it migrates to the spine. There, it awaits sufficient stress to activate it into an eruption of painful lesions. Mm-hmm. Herpes occurs in a great number of forms. Chickenpox, of course, is a herpes.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Shingles is a herpes. Mm -hmm. cold sores are herpes and genital sores are also herpes Mm -hmm. so it's one virus that can have a variety of different effects any kind of sex including oral sex can pass herpes Mm -hmm. herpes can spread even in the absence of sex in fact all herpes needs is bare skin to bare skin. Shaking hands with someone who has herpes can give it to you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Genital herpes affects over 25% of all adults in the United States and Europe with 1 million new cases annually in the USA alone.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So well, I
3: guess not- So it's not that
4: you're sick. It's not that you're bad. It's not that you did something bad.
3: Yeah.
4: It's that you happen to be alive and you live with other organisms, huh? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Genital herpes hides in the nerves. Any major change, whether it's when you want or not, can trigger it. Fatigue, trauma, hormonal changes, Excessive exposure to sunlight, a new job, a new home, a new relationship, travel, illness, surgery, tight clothes. Anything can trigger a herpes outbreak. And then in down there, I list homeopathic remedies. I list ways to nourish and tonify. Avoid nuts, hazelnuts, Brazil nuts, peanuts, walnuts, and almonds. Contain arginine, which worsens the symptoms. To prevent outbreaks, keep the immune system strong. Use tonifying herbs daily. My favorites include schisandra, astragalus, burdock, dandelion, (coughs) luthrocaucas, and yellow duck. Consistent use of burdock and echinacea seems to eliminate it. It doesn't really, but it brings it down enough that it will hardly ever show up on a test. Okay.
8: And is it the, um, Black is currants it the- from fresh
4: fruit jam, juice or extract, prevent the herpes virus from attaching itself to cell membranes, and thus they are unable to replicate. Black currants are tart, but they are tasty. St. John's wort is a stellar remedy for both preventing and relieving herpes outbreaks. Prompt and liberal use of the oil can prevent sores from forming, can heal lesions and reduce pain. Dropperful doses of the tincture taken hourly relieve pain. Rep- rep- Repeated use will eventually eliminate outbreaks altogether. A polysaccharide in self-heal has specific activity against the herpes virus. Mm -hmm. In cell-based tests, glyceric acid from licorice honed in on the herpes virus and caused it to Mm self-destruct. So these are just some of the things that are available in my discussion of herpes in down there. Okay. Awesome. Lemon balm salve is very well known for being an anti-herpes salve. That does not make lemon balm taken internally anti-herpes. It simply means that the salve is anti-herpes. Mhm. Right. So it's a you know it's a stain on um, the carpet that you'll have to learn to live with. Mhm but it doesn't have to get any bigger.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay.
8: Um, I have a quick, one more quick question. Um, So for the burdock, I wanted to try the burdock root and the um, echinacea augustifolia. Is that what it is? Yeah I know there's two different, there's two different varieties. So which
4: one is I guess the a- best thing? Peria is the one that most people grow and if it's at least 3 years old then you tincture the roots fresh and I mean really fresh within an hour of harvesting and just the roots then it's will effect, effective well. Uh, it's not my mm-hmm. preference. I prefer the dried roots of the Augustifolia and I make a tincture with those dried roots. Um I find it at its height of effectiveness when the tincture is at least a year old, but you can start using it after six to eight weeks. Okay.
8: Do you sell, where can I get?
4: A, Do a not sell any tincture. herbs, nor would I ever sell any herbs because it's unethical. Okay. So
8: where can I get like a quality tincture?
4: That's, that's um, There are a, a, quite a number of places that um, make tinctures. Uh, Here in my area, Catskill Mountain Herbals makes tinctures and 100-proof vodka, which is my preference. Red Moon Herb, which was started by past apprentices, although they're not associated with it anymore, uses uh, organic grain alcohol, but they do use fresh herbs. Herb Farm is a very large uh, manufacturer. Of uh, herbal tinctures and uh, herbal Ed is a wonderful person. The quality of the herbs is really excellent, but he will often <laughs> use dried herbs, and he does use grain alcohol. And that's just a start. Each of my books, of course, has a, a, also a list of resources for you.
8: Awesome! Thank you. I will purchase the book.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Alrighty. In
4: so blessings.
2: Alrighty. Well, it does not look like she's going to call in. So um, there's another question here, somebody with their hand raised. So that call is coming from the 901 area code.
3: Hi, good evening. How are you?
4: Good evening. I'm so glad we get to talk.
3: Yes, me too. Thank you for taking that call. Um, I am trying to get some information about um arthritis inflammation um, in the neck ouch yes yes so
4: arthritis is an itis yes and all itis means is inflammation
3: yes so
4: anytime there's an itis it's an inflammation right yes so so your arthur is inflamed your bones are inflamed and that means that the the neck bones are inflamed. Okay. Now, there's several ways to think about approaching this. One way, and it's the way that most medical professionals think about, is there's inflammation. Let's get rid of the inflammation. And that seems pretty straightforward. And there's herbs and drugs that get rid of inflammation. But we could take a step deeper in and say, why is it inflamed? What's going on? And if we don't know what's making the inflammation, then we get rid of the inflammation, is some deeper damage going to occur?
3: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Right? And in general, what usually causes that damage is poor use of self.
3: Poor use of what?
4: S-E-L-F. Oh
3: okay. okay, or
4: use of your body,
3: oh okay,
4: okay, so on a daily basis, what do you do to keep your neck strong and flexible?
3: Uh, wow, like
4: most people, um, like most people, um, you probably don't do much of anything for your neck. But I suspect that you demand quite a lot from it,
3: mhm <laughs> so i'm starting I'm starting to do stretches and I don't know if walking a mile half a mile to a mile a day helps
4: that is that is excellent, 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 certainly, walking will help a lot but it won't necessarily help your neck. Have you heard of either of these people, Alexander or Feldenkrais? No. They are both people who are no longer in their bodies. They're no longer here with us. But they were very interested in wise use of self. And if you can find... In your area, a teacher or a practitioner of either Alexander work or Feldenkrais work, they can help you use yourself in a way that will eliminate the inflammation in your neck and preserve the health of your bones.
3: Okay.
4: I got nothing against stretches but... Many of us don't really know much about our bones and our muscles, and it's pretty easy to stretch the neck in a way that actually causes the muscles to tighten up and makes the arthritis worse.
3: Oh, okay. Don't want to do that.
4: Right? So just just to give you an example, just sitting comfortably, all right, and assuming that you have a phone near one ear, What I want you to do is just bend your head toward the side that doesn't have a phone on it. And just feel what that feels like in both sides of your neck, both the side on top that's stretching and the side underneath that's pressing. And now bring your head back up to the middle. Now I want you to take your arm that's on that side of your head and hold your arm with your fingers pointing straight up at the ceiling and press your arm up against your ear. And I want you to slowly move your arm, keeping your ear pressed up against it to the side so that your fingers are pointing away from you. Now, I want you to feel your neck. Does it feel the same as it did before?
3: Um, I'm not sure. I have earplugs in. I didn't have my phone up against, but... Uh-huh. but but I can tell, like when I I got my arm up now and I got it When you have your arm my, up,
4: there's not that tension on the side that's that's stretching up above, is there? Right. This is this it, you know, this is a Feldenkrais move. This is called a supported he- neck stretch. Oh,
3: okay. Because I can feel it down in my oh god. Right. I could,
4: you can feel it all the way down your spine.
3: Yeah, I could.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wise use of self. The other possible option is to find someone in your area who does cranial sacral work. Cranial,
3: I'm going to write
4: that down. Right. Cranial sacral, C-R-A-N-I-A-L-S-A-C-R-A-L, cranial sacral. And people who do cranial sacral therapy say... Those pieces of your skull are not so fused that they can't move a little, and we're going to move them a little and get them all right back into the very most perfect places that they want to be in, and then just watch what happens and how happy your neck is because what they are saying and what they believe, and I'm not saying they're wrong, is that your neck and the muscles of your neck are getting all whacked out because your head itself is lopsided.
3: Because my what self is
4: your head. H E A D. Yeah. And they can get your head straightened up by putting the the bones, they actually move the bones of your skull around.
1: Oh okay.
4: So just some possibilities there. My one of my favorite anti inflammatory herbs is Linden, L I N D E N And it can be brewed up as a tea. Uh,
3: Pardon me, could you you tell me the name of that again so I can write it down?
4: Certainly, linden, L-I-N-D-E-N, linden. It's the flowers of the linden. Some people say that it's flowers and leaves because they don't understand that the flower has a green part. So it's okay. It wouldn't hurt if there were leaves in it, but there aren't. And you can make a tea of the linden, or you can make an infusion using a large amount of herb and steeping it for a long time. It works in any dilution.
3: Okay, so I can make a tea or an infusion. Correct. Okay, I know about the tea. I'm not sure about the, what type of infusion.
4: Infusion is one ounce of linden. Steeped for four to ten hours in one quart of boiling water, but without a fire.
3: Uh, One ounce of linden.
4: One ounce of linden, one quart of boiling water, combined, tightly lidded, and allowed to steep for four to ten hours.
3: Okay. So one quart of boiling water and steeped for four to ten hours. Okay.
4: Okay. Right, allow that to stay together for four to ten hours.
3: Okay, and then when I start drinking it, <laughs> so do I drink a certain amount at one time or?
4: It's very tasty and you can drink as much as you want.
3: Okay. You and can't hurt good? yourself
4: with it. It's okay. not a drug, it's okay. used for premature infants and very old people and everybody in between. It's absolutely, oh. totally safe.
3: Oh okay. Okay. All right. Alrighty. Great. Um and this is for the inflammation?
4: Correct? No, it's against the inflammation. In what? It's against it, it's not for it.
3: Okay. So that means it is For it, it would healthy.
4: mean it caused inflammation.
3: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm making notes. Say hey, so what's good for I'm... a
4: headache, and I say small child in a drum?
3: <laughs> I don't think a drum would be good for a headache. I don't think.
4: It is. It's good for a headache. What you mm-hmm. want when you have a headache is something that's not good for a headache. You want something yeah. that's good for the person who has the headache. Right? Right.
3: Right, right, I am going to go to the herb store, and, right. and tell them to give I'll probably get more than one ounce and just drink it until I start to feel better, along with doing these the arm exercises that you taught me about until I can find exercise and find the cranial sacral worker. See so if I you can, can
4: find somebody who can do some of those things for you.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll look it up here. I'm in Tennessee, so I'll see if there's anyone that does that kind of work here. So uh, right. in the meantime, in the between times, I'll just keep doing my arm. <laughs> and oh, drinking right. this and drinking the Linden herb. Can I also make this as a uh, tincture?
4: I don't usually generally use linden as a tincture because it tastes so good as a tea or an infusion. Okay. Yeah. There's no advantage to making it as a tincture.
3: Oh, okay. Because I want to like what's so what's this for rubbing on that area to make a. I would say for rubbing
4: on that area, my first choice would be infused oil of hypericum perforatum, known as St. John's wort, although I often call it St. John's wort. It's sometimes called red oil, and it's the oil that you can buy at, at places that sell herbs. Just tell them you want hypericum oil.
3: That I want what? I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. The
4: oil of H Y P E R I C U M. Hypericum, sometimes called St. John's Wort.
3: Okay, Hypericum, H-Y-T-E-R-C-I-U-M?
4: I-C-U-M, Hypericum,
3: H-Y-P-E-R-I-C-U-M,
4: Hypericum.
3: And that's an oil?
4: That is an oil, an infused oil. It is not an essential oil.
3: Okay, it's an infuse. So if I I wanted to make my own?
4: It's too late in the year. You have to use the fresh plant that blooms in June and July.
3: Okay, so other than that, I have to find someone that's already made this? That's right. Okay. 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 Thanks for calling. Thank you. you.
4: And, Rebecca, I would like to end the show with a letter that I just received. It says, Dear Susan, Your words enter my bones like the ocean tides etching a shoreline stone. I am being rebuilt from the bony structures within and radiating out, and I find that now I am at home in the world. Thank you. Nourishing herbal infusions have given me the nourishment that I have longed for. The minerals, the proteins, the vitamins, and the less tangible food that we all require. (laughs) Not just me, now my family benefits, my mother, my children, and many others who are seeing what I am doing and how good I feel. They're catching on. I was fed well growing up. I ate all the good stuff, and yet I felt malnourished. I felt starved. I felt starved for something that I couldn't even name. There was just this deep chasm of emptiness in me. The coming home I now experience is thanks to the plants they have taught me. I sit, I observe, I take in, I listen, and they tell me I am one with the world. I breathe the earth's breath. My heart beats in time with the heartbeat of the earth. The plants are talking to me. They come in my dreams. They remind me of my purpose, of my truth. Their voice is distinctive and unmistakable. Thank you. For affirming this reality, Susan. Thank you for shedding your fears long before any of us dared. Do you know how long I thought I was crazy? Crazy, crazy enough to contemplate a permanent vacation from life. Crazy, crazy because nature spoke to me and told me things and asked things of me. I was willing, I was willing to leap with her, yet the disappointment of not having a human hand to hold was crushing. And now my human family is growing as I step forth as an herbalist, a seer, a dreamer, the herbalist, seer, and dreamer that I am, that I am more and more. As I walk my path, my doubts are eased, my spine is strong, and I walk my path with the trees, with the earth with my lineage of mothers and beyond mothers. We are all growing stronger. The mothers and the grandmothers are speaking louder and louder. Can you hear their echoes all around? I hear them. I hear them in your voice, Susan, and I hear them in the voices of all those you have touched. It is the heartbeat of the earth. It is the drum of the shaman. We are going deeper. We are going deep down into that place of mystery and growth. Our fear sheds from us like a snakeskin with each step. Thank you. Thank you for offering yourself the deepest parts of yourself. I want to tell you we will not waste it. We will carry it on. We are strong women. We are earth women. We have love and beauty in our hearts and strength in our wounds. Great Mother. Mm-hmm. What a lovely thank you for show.
0: Sure. But, like, Job right. or whatever it may
4: be. Yeah, what a it's just so, so, just so poetic. And so we bring another show to an end, uh, having uh, done uh, what we can to reweave the healing cloak of the age. Ancients, perhaps just a little fringe here this evening. And uh, Rebecca and I carrying on restoring herbal medicine with lots and lots and lots of other people to its rightful place as people's medicine. I bet you're one of the ones who's helping us restore herbal medicine as people's medicine. Green blessings, everybody. Until next week.
2: All right. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. And Marcy will be here with you next week. Marcy will be here. Have a good
4: Good night. Green blessings, baby.
6: Blessings.
1: Aww.
3: Lucky Land Casino asking people
2: what's the weirdest
3: place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.